Ten new girls enter the Thunderdome of Drag as RuPaul takes a show down under for a brand new edition of RuPaul's Drag Race. Things get off to a start with a mini challenge that tests the girls' reading abilities. For the maxi challenge, the girls need to bring two looks to the runway. Karen from Finance was named the winner of the challenge. Meanwhile, RuPaul forgot her makeup and should have sent herself packing. Instead, Electra Shock and JoJo Zaho battled it out on the main stage. In the end, Electra Shock lived to see another day, while JoJo Zaho was the first queen to sashay away. The season premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under starts now. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for the season premiere of Drag Race Down Under Season 1. My name's Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by two very special co-hosts. First, from Bloody Podcast, please say hello, 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 good day, good day, good day, to Laurie Roggenkamp. Hello, Laurie. Hello, how are you? I'm doing very well. Oh, I was expecting to see you as a banana or something like that, but uh, <laughs> earlier she was an avocado. Yeah, yeah. I was an avocado. Yeah. I made Nathan laugh really hard, which was fun. That was fun for me. Well, yeah. But you it's the first time you ever made, ever made anyone laugh very hard. But then, Laura, you just put yourself on mute. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> And, and, uh, and from the, and from the podcast, Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo! Please say good day, night. Good day, Joe. Are you here to fuck spiders? <laughs> what is that? You know what? We're gonna get to that right now. What does that even does that does that mean something, Nate? It's like I'm not here to fuck spiders. Like I'm not here to fuck around. Like oh, I was like, is, I, there are a lot of little phrases in here that I have questions about that. Um, I don't know what but they mean or what they are. My question is, is yeah. that, so, does a lazy person in Australia fuck spiders? Like, yeah. is that the... Y- yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. that seems like a yeah. lot of work. I gotta be honest with you. You gotta figure well, out, like... but none, none of us are here to fuck are? spiders, so we just... Oh, you know, okay. Yeah. Well, you know... Oh, I get it. This okay. is this is a... this. You're funny that you say this, Nathan. Uh, this is a thing near and dear to Lori's heart. She's a big fan of Charlotte's Web. So she's the pig... And she obviously fell in love with, so she always wants to know about spiders and whatnot. And, and so she's always very yes. curious about that. So, um, yeah. I want everyone to know that Lori is constantly changing what she looks like on the camera, something no one can see, and I'm just going to ignore it. And I hope Nathan does too, because it makes no <laughs> sense. I'll try. What we'll try. I'm turning off. Uh, once we get officially into it, I'm going to turn off my can- my thing. But I just I we are uh, I, Lori. I did a whole talk up and everything. What do you mean we're going to we're officially into it? It was a theme song. We haven't gotten into like the actual episode though. Well, you know what the, what we should talk about. Nathan's going to have his feelings hurt, but Nathan, you weren't here for this. But Lori and I had a private conversation just between us girls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, no one knows about it, and hopefully no one ever hears it. But. I have a sneaking suspicion that if you are a member of our Patreon, you will get to hear this conversation that Lori had. We talked about, first of all, we, Lori made up a lie that she 
try to throw something in a trash can. Someone, Lori, someone would not get that angry about you missing a shot in a trash can. You no, clearly, I'm telling you, she, they got that angry. Lori like, told it was a lie story about how she not. she tried. Joe tried to make up a, a, a terminology for Argent, Argentinian food that did not exist. So that was fun. Oh, my phone's not in here again. Anyway, I'm really sorry, I missed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you were too busy. Um, but uh, what else did we? Oh, we talked about stories from my 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 uh, my boyfriend getting a little upset with me because oh, it took well, too long at I lunch. Mean, you but, know, it, but at least the story was action packed, though. Oh yeah, it was that an action packed yeah. story. And then Lori almost broke up with her girlfriend when they went to uh, drag uh, to the drag race finale. So yes, it was a whole thing. So by the yeah. way, if you so you want to join that, go to Patreon.com/slash Afterthought Media. By the way, a new feature. You you can find it in the show notes, and it'll be in the show description. If you want to leave a voicemail about your thoughts about Drag Race Down Under, or yell at Lori, or anything like that, you can do that at Speakpipe.com/slash Afterthought Media. At speakpipe.com slash afterthought media, leave a voicemail and uh, we'll play it on the air. It may not be on the public feed, but we'll play it on the air and address your e- voicemails and whatnot. And there's also other exciting things. I can't say what they are right now. They're going to be coming in the month of May here at Afterthought Media. All And not just Patreon, Laurie. Not just Patreon. Um, okay, you know that we usually do that talk about it at the beginning. We usually do it right now, but let's let's actually start... With Lori here. Lori, can you give me two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not? Uh, Well, I will say two things I liked about the episode was I loved the kind of like... um, Yes. I muted myself right in the middle. Um, I love the shade that all the girls kind of threw at each other. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty funny. I love the little like the fight between Anita... And uh, what is it, Kida and Anita? Oh um, yeah. Did you did you, did you believe that? Did you buy into that? I no, but I will say that I did. Uh, I did love, and we'll get it. To, we can get into it. But I did love that it seemed like one of them was playing, and the other one was serious. I'll, like one I'll of them was just like, that. "Yeah, we're here to have fun," and the other one was like, "I will fucking murder you if I need to win." I will buy into that. I'll one hundred percent buy into so, that. So yeah. So I think. I, cause like, it, I think it was like, if we, remember when we like, uh, waited in line at that terrible, that place that like, I'm almost positive did, was actually not a ca- casting call, but was just a way for them to get a bunch of fat people. Oh, yeah. Lori and them. I went in line for the biggest loser years ago, but the line was so long. But, um, we let, we ended up leaving and going to have a piggy breakfast. But what Lori's talking about is everyone was in line. It was like in a strip mall. To audition. It's at the block of orange and And in, uh, um so Lori and I were staying in the line and all these restaurants decided they were gonna go outside and sell uh fattening food to the fatties yeah, in line pizza, for biggest loser. Yeah. Donuts, all this stuff. So, anyways, the I got so nervous because I started like going like, Oh, Joe doesn't realize how competitive I can get. I like I am out for blood when I'm doing a competition. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, Joe, I was like, I'm just so worried that I'm going to get like super in your face and be like, you know, like, I, ho- I hope you die of AIDS. <laughs> just be like super aggro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and then it's cause that's like our relationship is just making fun of each other. And I was like, Oh, and then I'm going to be, you know, uh, get in trouble. And so I was like, I, I don't think I could do this. Um, and, uh, 
I think that that was like the attitude of, of one of the women there or one of the girls there is that yeah. she was very aggro about the competition. Yeah. What was the, the other, what was the other thing you liked? Um, the other thing I liked was just, uh, I, I just genuinely liked, I would say there's like one girl that I don't like mm-hmm. and everyone else I liked. Mm-hmm. I thought the, it was, they were funny. I thought they, it just, it was, like one of the things I like about the fact that this is like a new venture is that it's got that newness to it. So it's mm-hmm. almost like it's a new competition mm-hmm. and it's sort of not like a regular drag race where it's like, Oh, this has been done before. Mm-hmm. Like we, it's like, this is a new, new sort of venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not like RuPaul. <laughs> uh-huh. I thought she was annoying. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the mini challenge was just really for her to do bits. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another thing that I was a little annoyed about, but we can get to it later. But uh, I also just thought it was so stupid that she had to have that uh, back and forth between herself explaining why she wasn't going to wear drag mm-hmm. during the judging. And I was like, you don't that's like it, that's one of those things where, you know, when you're like, right, like you've had this before. But I don't know, Nathan, if you where you're writing something like a, uh, with somebody else and you are and the other person is so bogged down in the in the. Uh, ju- in the like justifying everything that you're just like well he'll pick up this box and he'll throw it and he's like well it's a 50 pound box and we've already said that he can't lift anything above 45 pounds so how are we going to justify that he can pick up the box and it's like okay we and so it was just like he is like rupaul had to be like no people are going to want to know why i'm not wearing drag and it's like nobody gives a shit just don't mm-hmm. wear drag yeah. it doesn't matter Nathan, what about you? What were your two things you liked about the episode? One thing you did not. I really liked Race. I thought he fit really well onto the judging panel. I thought oh, his jokes were funny. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, he was he had some good commentary, I thought. And I also really liked just how shit-stirring they were. Like, Art was shit-stirring yeah. when she was like, oh, Electra, why don't you say what you said earlier <laughs> when, yeah. when all the queens were coming in and just mm-hmm. like really stirring the pot. So I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The one thing I didn't like would be the $30,000 prize money. What the fuck's that? Oh, yeah. That was, that weirded me out a little bit. 30,000? Like, that's minimum wage here or something. Like, come on. Well, look, I mean, they don't put the, do you you think they put the money up here in the U.S.? They they get the sponsors. That's what they could get. Yeah. So. Yeah, but like 30,000 Australians, what, like 15,000 U.S.? Twenty thousand uh, seems right. I'm sure uh, producer Nami, I'm sorry, Nathan Harder will get that for us. Um, I'm not looking at the Discord. This maybe one of he you. He said that's it. normal. Uh, Australia Survivor gets only five hundred thousand instead of the one million that the U.S. offers. Yeah, five hundred thousand is a lot compared to thirty thousand. Yeah, but they don't. Don't they only offer like a hundred thousand in for U.S.? So the juxtaposition is still the same. Yeah, I guess. I was just a bit like, oh, okay. I mean, look, I think I agree with you. I think that if you're offering the competition in uh, in another state, you should offer the same reward. But also, I think I don't think it's necessarily up. That's one of those things where it's I don't necessarily think it's up to. You know, RuPaul. Yeah, I don't know World of Wonder. I mean, Drag Race Holland, which didn't have those dumb Rupeter laws like UK. I think it was a dress. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was a dress, like a, a dress. That was what they won. So it was, wasn't they, what was the thing? Oh, you didn't like the, the how small that chintzy the prize was. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna tell you. I thought this this episode had a really nice pace to it. I was actually surprised that it's 
was as long as an American version. It, it moved pretty quickly. I actually did like that the girls had very distinct personalities. You got, you can already tell who is whom. They don't blend in like in like let's say season thirteen or other seasons. And the thing I didn't like is that the problem though is even though everything seems to be working in place, um, it just sort of seems like the way I would say Drag Race Holland seemed to me, except in English. Well, I don't know. I had to use subtitles. So, did you have to use subtitles, Lori, to watch this? No. Oh, I did. Um, and uh, I was like, I don't know what they're saying. Like, even right now, Nathan said Reese. I thought he said race. Oh, well, he liked no, race. <laughs> he liked race. What does that mean? And then I went, oh, no, oh I heard the, Reese. No, I heard the judge. The, no, he's like, I like race. And I was like, no, oh. There was one thing I didn't, there was only one thing I didn't understand, and that was in the almost the very beginning. But I can wait if you want to yes, do that. Yes, please they wait. Introduce, yes, they introduce we themselves. are. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it didn't, it didn't seem that different. I know, you know, uh, privately, and I won't say with whom, Taylor the Latte Boy, um, I've predicted that um, Nami will be like, another um i should say former afterthought i don't want to say his name because i think he still listens but like uh who went a little too got a little too obsesso on uh, drag race uk and so like i almost feel like nami now has like a voodoo doll of me because i didn't say that drag race and under was special or or anything is it is it does it rhyme with uh bean darny yeah, it does. But uh, Taylor dubbed him Bean Darny 2K for Nami. Well, I think, look, I, I think if you're passionate about something, I don't. Th- I think that it's great. But, uh, yeah, uh, maybe not be passionate, more passionate than the host. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, oh, God. No, oh, God. I'm already afraid. Uh, all right, let's get into the workroom. You're entr- afraid. Yeah, let's get into the workroom entrances. The first one in is Art Simone comes in here and he says, "I'm not here to fuck spiders." Does that sound Australian to you, Lori? Yeah, yeah. sure. I'm not going to ask Nathan because we are the experts. We're uh, the, we're let- the one. Hey, we are the ones with the credited classes. Yeah, oh know? yeah. Oh, you can get yeah. people don't know this when when you uh, when you take a class from me and Lori. The, the we're, well, we're the, when we're listed the wonderful wizards of Oz, ha ha ha, and we teach like um, you get like units. I think it's like a four unit class that you can like yeah. transfer to schools and stuff like that for yeah. learning all about Australia and the accent and everything like that. Yeah, well, you can definitely transfer to schools. Well, people That's don't know. People don't know this. Like, it hasn't come out yet. Masterclass has hired us. <gasps> yeah, I, wow. forgot to, I forgot to tell you. They're, yeah, they've hired us to do. A master class on Australia. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, sorry. It's Mr. Class. That's what... Uh, oh. That was, yeah, Mr. Class has hired us. Oh, I thought that was master class. All right, so let's start with you, Nathan. Nathan, what were your thoughts on Art Simone when she walked in there and says, I'm not here to fuck spiders, which I think you told us off the air is a... Uh, it, it, it's a common phrase in Australia, or what is it? It's it's not that common. It's not something that would come to my mind to say all the time. But whenever I've heard it, I just think it's so funny. And so yeah. when she said it, I like I, I died. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just it's classic. It's classic. What does it mean? I, I mean, it's a bit up in the air what it means. But it's sort of like if you're at a bar mm-hmm. and the barman says, "Do you want a drink?" You'd say, "I'm not here to fuck spiders." 
Oh, you know? I see what you're saying. Okay, oh, yeah. so it's sort of I think like she's saying like I'm not messing around. I'm not here to fuck spiders. I'm here to yeah. Win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's sort of like an obviously sort of thing. Like it's yeah. like yeah, a, like, a, like does a, a bear shit in the woods kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh. Or I would say like a, the pope. My uncle always says, "Does a pope poop in the woods?" Yeah. So yeah, which is so funny because my dad says the bear Catholic. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, my uh, my my dad, the one it would like just random phrase phraseology. Mm-hmm. My dad always had. My dad always has that thing where he's like, "It's so quiet, you could hear a mouse fucking cotton." Have you what? ever heard that? No. Yeah. It's like he says that all the time. I mean, and not in our house because it's never quiet. But. So those are your thoughts on Art Simone there, Nathan? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's me. All right. Lori, on Art Simone's entrance, any thoughts here? I, I liked it. Uh, I'm still not a huge fan of that outfit, but I, I genuinely thought she came in with a lot of personality. The, I was very confused. She said something, in a, so this is uh, – uh, Nathan, if you could help with this, uh, she said she's very awkward. What does that mean? Yeah, awkward is like ah, mate, come on, mate, like ah, 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 like that kind of what? that what? kind of accent. So okay, you guys would be. Awkward. I have a question, Lori. Um, what is what did Nathan just say? She he basically like sort of like uh uh she's sort of like a very like a stereotype stereotypical voice. So it'd be like if she was like if you were like very if they were like it'd be like saying that person's uh a very New York, it'd be like I am walking here. Okay, you know that kind of thing. So, but he said we were very awkward. Yeah, because the voice we use is very stereotypical. Oh, of, so of she's that, saying she's yeah. like a stereotypical Australian. Yeah, she has that sound. She's like yeah. ah mate, that's not an off. Yeah. this is an off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. This is fun. I now realize what our roles are going to be. So Joe is the host. Yeah. Then Nate's like the commentary slash expl- explaining the Australian parts. And mm-hmm. then I yeah. am explaining what Nate's saying. Yeah. yeah I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I got. I have to admit something. Not to admit, I, and I have to give an apology to a bunch of people. Because last week there was a bit of controversy when I said on Discord, we're talking about Art Simone's super cute. And everyone was like, no, he's disgusting. What's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. And then you guys were like, no, he's really cute and, you know, stuff. And I made the mistake of realizing that those were his pictures that he's chosen to put out there. Oh, my God. This bitch is, as what the Sydney case would say, is a police stick. <laughs> like, she is, I would say she's just had, she looks just as plastic surgeryed out as, like, Trinity the Tuck. Like. Oh. She looked ridiculous. I was like, "Oh my god, she looks so fake." No, 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 she's not attractive. I'm not, which is which is funny because she's only 28 years old. I get the impression that's real, you know. I, did, I didn't get the impression she was lying. Why would she do that much shit to her face at such a young age? Nathan, answer this question for me. Well, I think because she's, you know, how they go on All Stars, they come back with uh, with a new face, with new lips. Mm-hmm. She's like done the the Wow Presents show. Okay. And now she's doing this. So I feel like she, it's not like she's, this is her entrance mm-hmm. to being a drag race, to being a Rue girl. I feel like this is sort of like her all-stars moment where she's already, if she's gotten work, she's already gone and done it. Oh, I see. But like, So, Joe, you know. what Nate was saying was yeah. um, that, uh, you know, she basically, she's done this before. Yeah. She, this is, she's an old hat at this. Yeah. So she's gotten the surgery because, you know, this is not her first rodeo. Oh, wait a minute. Laura, you asked about Akka. Producer Nami Harder had it right here. He said it means meaning very Australian. Oh, wait. 
what the fuck does the second part mean? It says meaning very Australian or bogan. What is bogan? Bogan is like a redneck. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it would be like, okay. So it'd be like, so then ochre, is ochre like a redneck or is more bogan more related to a redneck? Ochre is like the accent. Oh. So bogan, a bogan would speak ochre. Gotcha. Ah, okay, very good. So like a redneck is southern sort of thing. There's a redneck that has like a southern accent. So, but, or like a, re- yeah, okay, I get it. Okay, I'm just trying to put it in my own terminology so I can understand it. The next person in, I feel like this person had a last name, but maybe not Maxine? Is that her whole name? Maxie Shield. Oh, Maxie oh, Shield. Maxie Shield. Maxie Shield. I loved her. Maxie Shield, and she comes in here and she says, what the bloody hell is going on in here? Lori, what were your thoughts on Maxie Shield? Oh, I love her. She looks like Ursula. And I thought, I mean, we talked about this when we did the Meet the Queens, but mm-hmm. I love her. And then I also just love how she like, she's so, she has such a, a beautiful smile mm-hmm. and she's so, she's so like, like n- genuinely, I feel like is genuinely nice person, but she's also like kind of a shitster, which mm-hmm. I love. Yeah. So it doesn't come off from a mean place, mm-hmm. but it's just very fun. So she's like, she's the kind of person who's, ve- she's like who you wish you were. She's what? like very fun and like fun to be around, but like she can say things and people don't take it offensively, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, you know what's so disconcerting about me with Maxie Shield? She didn't get a lot of screen time on this episode. Is how much she looks like gay podcasting icon Joseph L. Buhecker in drag, out of drag, looks so much like Joey Buhecker. It was it was disconcerting. It, it kept kicking I, me out of the thing. I would legitimately love it if you could get Joey to wear her outfit. That try and get her to him to match her outfit and see what they he should do a side by side. He really if should. You he, talk, he, if you could talk to him about he, that, well, Joey should. does do drag. His drag name is yeah. Medea, so like he he could totally do it. Let's go to Nathan. Nathan, what were your thoughts on uh, Maxi Shield here? Yeah, I love Maxi. I love when she. She recognized Art Simone and she was like, not you, you dog. (laughs) (laughs) I love that she's calling her friend a dog. Yeah. (laughs) It's sort of how like we, Joe and I would greet each other where we're just like, what what was it like? uh, The the, uh, Barney's one time where we were like, no, it was, uh, it was when we went and did writing with Pat Kilbane and Melissa McQueen. And we were like, ugh, you're here. Yeah, Pat Kilbane was like, "Oh, do you guys not like each other?" Yeah, people don't realize it. Uh, that, no, yeah, no, 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 like no, no. Pat, there. Pat was right. I don't like you. Uh, okay, your next, best mm, I'm ne- your best friend. Next one in the room is JoJo Zaho. She came in and said, "Mama Zaho," and she's going in dry. Uh, Nathan, what about you? What were your thoughts here on JoJo Zaho? I like Jojo. I thought she had really good confessionals throughout the episode. Okay. And so I thought she made good use of her time. Her entrance wasn't like the most jaw-dropping one, but yeah. I, I thought she did good for herself in this episode yeah. and in this walk-in. Mm-hmm. Lori, what about you? What were your thoughts here? I mean, I liked, look, I liked her entrance. And I will say that um, when the episode started out, I liked her. I, I genuinely liked her. But then as the show got on, I felt for her, but I also was like, she's leaving at the end yeah. of this episode. Like, they're really amp- ramping her up. Like, so. we'll talk about this later, but it was like, she kind of had I'm going home first written all over her when she walked in. She should have had that on her cape. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, also, like, also, it just got, it, it, I felt like, I mean, we could get to this, but I'm going to talk about it more later, but just the juxtaposition of her from the entrance to this, what I felt like it was like whiplash. I was like, oh, there's like a, oh, okay, like you're here for rape, you're here to talk about, you know, racial equality. And it was like, that's great, but it's like, that's such a weak, it was like, I honestly was like, it felt like I was having a conversation with somebody and then they just immediately were like, and that's why, you know, I feel like American Indians should take back their land. And I'm like, we were talking about Skittles like five seconds yeah. ago. How mm-hmm. did we land on this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how we land on this right now. Uh, Nathan, no, I have a question for you, Nathan, and we know you're an expert on all things race because you talked about it earlier. And Jojo Zaho, what, what, what's her ethnic background? She's indigenous. So she's Aboriginal. She mm-hmm. said she's fa- got fab originality. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure of her, of the specific area that she's from, uh-huh. or the specific peoples that she's from, but the, the blanket term would be Aboriginal that she would identify and, and, with. And is Coco Jumbo the only other Aboriginal person here? Is she Aboriginal? I believe Coco Jumbo, I think, Nomi might have said this last week. He, she's of oceanic. Distance. Oh, and that's not Aboriginal. No. Oh. No. So she's more island. So there's there's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, um, and there's like you know a wide umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it would be okay. She might not identify as Aboriginal. I think this is the most racially sensitive way to put it. Jojo Zaho would be in that movie about like the whale, right? Wasn't there something with the with the girl? Was no, what, what, what? that's New Zealand. Oh no, that's very unracially sensitive. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Hmm. You really stepped in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You now there. you're wishing that I was. So, was have there been it. any Aboriginal movies? Ah, uh, there's Rabbit Proof Fence. Um, there's uh, the Sapphires. Depressing. Um, I don't know if that's depressing. Baz Luhrmann's Australia. Did you see that one? Is that depressing? Are there any happy movies? Like, like, uh, let me ask you this. Is Yahoo serious? Is he Aboriginal? I don't think I know who that is. (gasps) Well, he also, well, uh, just to get it back to Zahar, Zahar, she talked about being black. So is that what Aboriginals in in Australia, they they call themselves black? Yeah, Nami Nami wrote a whole fucking uh, paper on this for me. I have these notes about uh, black people and what that means in Australia. But you know what? Maybe Nathan will explain it to us when we, when we get there. Yeah, Nathan. Well, I'm not- uh, Nathan, <laughs> how, are, how are you unaware of the biggest movie star? It's like Yahoo Serious, then you go down a whole bunch, and then it's Paul Hogan. You know? Like, Yahoo Serious is the biggest star. It's Young Einstein. Yahoo Se- How do you not know who that is? No, drawing blanks over here. Sorry. Have they put anything in the Discord about Yahoo Serious? Um, Nomi said young people not knowing Yahoo Serious. Okay. Oh, I don't know who Yahoo Serious is. It, it makes me it makes me feel young. So that's kind of nice. This is great. Yeah. I thought you were joking. No, Yahoo Serious. Okay, let me tell you who it is. So now Yahoo Serious with this guy. I want to say early nineties, maybe maybe late eighties. He was this, I guess he was like the fucking shit in Australia, right? Kind of hot ginger, if I remember correctly. I don't really remember what he looks like. But I remember as a kid going like, oh, it's kind of a hot ginger, right? But like, but wacky, kind of carrot top maybe? Kind of that looking kind of guy? And um, 
I guess he was a big deal in Australia, so they might, they tried to make him a thing in the U.S. And it but maybe because you know maybe right after Crocodile Dundee, they're like, well, we'll bring some other Australian person over here, and it just fucking failed miserably. Sorry, who's Crocodile Dundee? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I was been like, I was like, oh god, like is Paul Hogan still a big star there? No. Oh, he's not. I have no. some updates on Yahoo Sirius. In oh. July 2020, Sirius was evicted from his Sydney rental property oh. in order to pay 15000 in rent arrears to the landlord. And you know who the landlord was? Jay Fisher from the Sydney case. He works in property. <laughs> well, he works in property. He probably was the one who told him not to pay. Yeah. He also, in August 2000, tried to sue Yahoo for trademark infr- infringement. <laughs> I'm sure that went really well. Yeah, it did not go through. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, next we have Electra Shock. Uh, she came in and said, I was a model before the act. Is, this, is she the one with the thirsty wig? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I was a model before the accident. It gave me some season seven recap, uh, flashbacks. There. Everyone talking about her thirsty wig. Let's go with you, Lori. What were your big thoughts on Electra Shock? Um, first off, I feel like I would love to just. <laughs> take a poll on is that the dumbest thing somebody has said in a in a in a, <laughs> coming through the runway or no there have been the there have been dumber things yeah because that to me i was like i had to roll that around for a little bit be like is she trying to say that she's ugly now like what was i i was like that just doesn't logically that makes no sense that statement makes no sense <sighs> i don't know but what about you nathan what were your thoughts yeah, I was a bit con- confused by the entrance line as well. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was hilarious that the other girls started immediately reading her. She was standing on her spot, delivering her line and doing the poses, and already Art and Maxie were like, gee, that's a thirsty wig. <laughs> I just thought yeah. that was so great. Which yeah. I'm sure they were very close to her. I'm sure they could, she could hear it. Um, oh, they did not say it quietly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I love. They they said it very loudly for I, her to hear. I think what what we're getting from this line is, because as, as we see in uh, the workroom, people are thirsty for electroshock as a boy. And uh, maybe she, so maybe it's kind of like, uh, hot people do this sometimes, like that they, they're, it's like a, a weird wink, wink, I'm really hot, but they're, they're saying that they're not. It's really dumb. All right, next we have, I believe her name is Scarlett Adams, right? Uh, she comes in and she says, who's ready to paint the town Scarlett? Uh, any big thoughts here, Nathan? Not really. I mean, <sighs> paint the town Scarlett, like, yeah, that's your name, I get mm-hmm. it. It's not very funny or clever, but she looks good. All right, Laurie? Uh, I'm trying to f- look her up because I think she was the one in the, f- in the, when we did the Meet the Queens that I was, yeah, she, I yeah, did not like her. her. I hated her. Yeah. And I will, I will still say that my first initial reaction was that I did not like her. Oh, really? As the, as the episode goes on, I do warm up to her a little bit, but All I right. did not like her. Uh, in this intro, and I was all ready to hate her um, as this, as the episode went on. All right, next we have Coco Jumbo. She comes in and says, "Oh my good golly gosh, this is what all the fuss is about." Lori, your thoughts on Coco Jumbo? I like her. I mean, I thought that she went, you know, went through the. I like I liked her runway. Um, I maybe look. I, I kind of view this as like a little bit of like a mini. Like, if we're looking at it as like a mini stand up competition, I feel like 
right now we're in the time where everybody's sort of like, all right, we've been through a bunch of girls. Mm -hmm. Like, let's move on. So I felt like she didn't necessarily have enough energy for the placement that she was at. And it kind of fell a little flat. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, overall, I liked her. Nathan, what about you? Yeah, I liked her as well. I feel like she came in pretty cocky. Mm -hmm. And I feel like next week she won't be as cocky because of one of those looks that she did on the runway. So I think that's probably a good thing for her in the wrong in the long run to be taken mm-hmm. down a peg. Um, but I do, I do really like her. All right. Next we have Keita Mean. She comes in and says, how delightfully camp. Uh, Nathan, what are your thoughts on her? Uh, I mean, she's a New Zealand queen. Who gives a shit? No, I'm kidding. Um, she's fine. She's fine. Was cute, colorful outfit. And That's she's the it. one that they, she, she comes in and she, they're like, Oh, your partner. Oh, and doesn't, doesn't, uh, uh, Scott, who Electra shock works for Keita Mean, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, and and Anita. Oh, it, oh yeah, and for for her and Anita, and then they bring up, oh, your partner, she's not here. Which you know that they both knew the other person was there. They That's knew, the yeah, of course totally. they did. In fact, they all knew who was going to be there. Um, but uh, what did you think? Of, so you gave me your thoughts, Lori. What were your thoughts on Keita Mean? Um, I mean, I yeah. She kind of just, she didn't really make that big of an impression. To you me know too. what's so funny? I liked her better in drag than out of drag. Like, I thought mm-hmm. her boy personality was very off-putting, and I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, all right, et cetera, et cetera. She can, came in and said, you can't kill a cockroach. Lori, your thoughts on her? Oh, I, I... Look, I'm having a hard time with her because I'm like... This episode, I feel like I need one more episode before I can really, like, mold my opinion. Because she was very weird, but then she had some moments where I thought she was funny. So yeah, you know like, what? Okay. I'm going to agree with you on there, Lori. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, what about you, Nathan? I thought this was the dumbest line of the night. You can't kill a cockroach. Yes, you can. Like, I kill them all the time. Like, <laughs> Oh, well. I know they're uh, hard to kill. But okay, now we know. Don't go to Nathan's house for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I think what she meant was, like, she's going to survive the competition. Like, because they always say, like, the the two things that will outlive the the you know, um, apocalypse are cockroaches and share. So it's sort of like, I think that that's what she meant is that she's going to outlive. Who's the they, Lori? That's just like a saying. That but who's say. they? You said they always say. Who's they? No, I hear it around. Like people where, say, like, where are you going where you're hearing this? Places. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, just going just places it. and people are just like, uh, listen, Lori. I've heard it. I've heard the saying before. I don't know exactly where, but you know, it's just a saying that people say. Can you guys hear it when I touch the mic when I move the mic around? No. Can you hear that? Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Everyone, get, I every, feel like everyone I'm Joe Rogan. Everyone getting I feel a like peak I'm of... Joe Rogan. I'm trying to like maneuver the mic around. Well, also, you told better. Nathan not to get the vaccine. Yeah, All right, well, uh, he's young, so he doesn't need to get it. Yeah. Uh, Next, we have Anita Wiglet. Uh, Nathan, what's your thoughts on that one? I think she's the one that I wasn't looking forward to the most. You I were not. I on her last week. Yeah. And I think I'm on board with her now. Oh, she really? She was still a bit much. Her energy's still a bit much, but mm-hmm. she had some funny moments, and I'm, gonna, I'm still going to sit on her for a bit. <laughs> I hope Lori doesn't. Um, what are your thoughts on her, Lori? Um, hold on one second. I have to... What? What's going on? Wait, everyone is in the... Lori is, like, maybe vomiting? 
I don't know what just happened right Good. there. It was no, I just had a cough. I don't know what that was, was going cough? on. Oh, that geez. was a cough. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I had some uh, trail mix and some of the peanut stuff got in my throat, so I've been ca- hacking the last hour and a half. Huh. <sighs> Anyways, um, who are we talking about? Anita Wiglet. Yeah, her. Uh, she has that thing where she has to like keep her mouth open and smile when she talks. And that just, that makes me uncomfortable. Um, but I, uh, I, overall, I thought she was very nice. I thought, honestly, the reason why I love that she's there is just for the awkwardness between her and Kida. Mm-hmm. So. And then finally, we have Karen from Finance. She came in and said, well, first she missed the mark. And she's like, I don't know where the mark is. Ha ha. And everyone thought it was super funny. But sure, her, her line is, we're going to need a bigger locker for this hat. And even the people in the contestants were kind of gagged that she was there. Lori, what were your thoughts on Karen from Finance? I liked her. I thought she was great. All right, Nami. Uh, I th- well, Nathan, I thought her oh. um, entrance was funny when she missed the mark. No, I, I, was, I wanted Nami to break in and then give his opinion. But go ahead. Sorry, Nathan. Probably would. No, yeah, yeah I thought, um, I mean, I could go by Nami if we want to confuse things. But Oh, yeah, that'd be really uh, confusing. Yeah, I, thought, I thought she was funny, but her line, I was like, what, what, a locker for the hat. Like, what the fuck does that mean? It's not even a big hat. I want, you know, it's so funny. All these drag queens dream of going on these, this show, and this is what they come up with, right? I thought Art did amazing, but the rest of them, I was like, huh. Yeah. See, I, I don't know why, but, okay, this is, I'm realizing now, this is how my brain works, sure. all right? And I'm realizing now that this is probably a very weird way, like, I just sort of, like, heard her say that and rationalized it, went, oh, yeah, that's probably it. She she's caring for finance, so she's kind of uppity, right? She's kind of like a little uppity and a little like, uh, I want to speak to your manager. So my reasoning was is that she doesn't want to put her hat in with her in her, in the locker with her other clothes. She wants it to get be nice, so she wants an entirely other locker because she's like you know. Uh, oh, I think you're reading way too into high what status. locker. She wants like I and like what because. They have lockers, I guess. That's Where? how I thought about it. What? I don't know. Like they, I thought that that's like she was like, I need another locker for my hat. Like she's like, I don't want to put my hat. Like I'm the kind of person that will ask for two lockers. Like that's kind of how when I is one, it. When is a person getting a locker? Don't they have like lockers that they can change into when no. they do their stuff? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you. This is how I recognize it. She. You think she'd come in and be like, I'm done with those reports or make some sort of HR joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I mean, now that I think about it, yeah, that's that makes more sense. Yeah. All right, guys. Before we go on to the rest of the show, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll talk about whatever happened on the rest of this episode. We'll be back right after this. Let's go on to the mini challenge after the girls settle in for a bit. The siren blares and RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. The girls will read lines from cue cards for a fake sci-fi movie called Thar. So instead of Thor, it's Thar. Special guests 
Taika Waititi joins RuPaul to judge the girls. In the end, Electroshock is named the winner of the challenge. Let's start with you, Nathan. Nathan, what were your thoughts on this mini challenge and, and everything that was going on here? I mean, what a waste of Taika Waititi, right? That poor oh. man. They just got him on Zoom for three minutes, said, say this, and then spliced him into the episode. Oh, right? I don't even think he was in Zoom. I think they just had him tape it. They sent the tape. They had a- Here's my He was whole- funny. I thought he was funny. Oh. He's great. He's he's great. But he okay. Waste. Here's my problem with the whole thing. All right, look, you know it's COVID times, so you kind of got to like just. I, I'm just letting it go that they couldn't get him to come in, and he had to tape his stuff. My problem was the editing. That was my problem because the editing was so blatant that it was a recording and they could have cut it to where it wasn't where there were times where RuPaul would be like, what do you think Taika? And Taika would go. Wait, Lori, this is a an audio podcast, so we don't know what you're Yes, yeah. I know. I but, found it funny. <laughs> but, but like they would show Taika like moving his chair, adjusting himself and then reacting. And it's like, just cut to the reaction. Why are you doing all, why are you wasting all this time? It was such lazy editing. Well, I thought it was weird. What I probably would have done is just send Taika Waititi the tape of the mini challenge and have tape him reacting and then put, cut those in. They probably couldn't do that because of scheduling. They probably couldn't get it to him before they had to release it. In so. the months between that the, they finished taping? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, maybe after that they could. Yeah, yeah, it was super strange. Uh, I, the mini challenge itself, I thought seemed, it was very reminiscent of very early seasons of Drag Race. They didn't do anything to them, which I thought was odd. Because they're usually throwing feathers at them or making something hard. And they didn't do that. They just had to read these lines and do a... Fu- RuPaul would make what up an emotion. The, what are the hot guys? What are they called again? The pit and, crew. I'm glad you're on this show, okay. Lori. Yeah. <clears throat> what? <laughs> I I just got to say that I, I just was really happy that we were able to see a father-son pit crew. That was really great. So... Because we had that young man and that obviously 40-year-old man. Who was just there because he had a bulge. I was going to say that the bald one looks like my boyfriend, but now you've just... Oh, is that true, Nathan? Yeah, he looks exactly like him, but my boyfriend has a smaller beard, like a shorter beard. Oh, oh my God. Your boyfriend? Oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere. Like, you're like, he has a smaller beard. And I was like, oh God, no, 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 no. (laughs) Does he he look like... is, Is it your boyfriend? Is that what you're trying to say, Nate? No, my boyfriend's hotter. But it, oh. I, I was, watching, I was like, does that look like? No. Mm, I think my boyfriend's hotter. Uh, okay, so, but any other thoughts on the actual mini challenge? I thought it was actually kind of, um, this is what, remember in my, in my comments, I was like, oh, there's nothing special about this, about this episode. It didn't feel very special. And this mini challenge, uh, was in, indicative of that. I felt like, it was like the bones of like a, a, a mini challenge they usually have, but it seemed kind of lazy. Like, th- like there was they didn't throw feathers at them. They didn't put them on a mountain and blow wind in their face. They didn't dunk them in a tank. It was like, yeah, oh, you have to you have to say these lines that you have to be lisping on. Also, do we honestly think that that one pit crew guy was the boom operator? Like I was just like I don't even know why he's there. There's no re and the other guy with the they all they just used him for that one joke where it's like, Can you give her the clap? 
It's like you couldn't have used it, and you couldn't have put slime on somebody. You couldn't have done something different to well, make it more okay. interesting. Two things I want to say: one, I love that the lesbian is just so focused on the pit crew. I've never heard, seen a lesbian so focused on the pit crew. Look, too. I am. A, I think hot guys are great. I, I you I can recognize hotness on any any gender. Okay, and this is the one time that I get to oogle at a bunch of hot dudes without having to worry without having any kind of you know like am i am i straight like what what is my gender about it's just like no that's a hot guy and they put this old balding man there who does nothing <laughs> for nobody ever okay well first of all Lori, <laughs> Lori. sometimes there are some people who find older guys in their 40s attractive okay so let's just start right there Lori. one two um, this is a joke that's been running for years. They they put the, the pit crew in this and they make it seem like the joke is that they're obviously not holding the boom mic. That's the joke. Yeah, but like have them do something like slather them with, with like liquids or something. Like have them be like actually, have it be actually interesting. So, you know, and get the old guy out of there. Probably gotta go back to the retirement home. Any other thoughts on the mini challenge? Bring in the pit crew from Thailand. That's all I gotta say. Any other thoughts on the mini challenge there, uh, uh, Nathan? I, I just thought it was dumb. I, I don't know why the challenge was a lisp. Like, that's not that funny, really, mm-hmm. is it? No. Yeah, I was also thinking about that where I was like, so the joke is is that they have lisps? That's the joke. I'll be honest with you. And and I think I'm, one of them actually has a list. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not taking sides or anything. I won't be surprised if we get some blowback to this from people. Did you hear about this? Who's this horrible human being that's mad at the yogurt shop because they said guilt-free yo- frozen yogurt? Oh, Demi Lovato. <laughs> what is wrong with this person? Oh, can I just be, can I also go on a slight tangent? What is it with these women who, as soon as they come out as gay or bisexual, have to turn in the most the most annoying people on the planet? Rosie O'Donnell, Daniel, Rosie yeah, O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell, she, yeah, uh huh. When she came out as lesbian, was the most annoying person on the planet, and I was just like, oh my god. Oh, you gotta what? hear you gotta hear this lesbian <sighs> on bloody podcast. Oh, what a fucking pain in the ass. It's like, yeah, Maria's a real cunt. <laughs> All right, back in the workroom, the girls get out of drag and discuss among themselves who the trade of the season is. Coco and etc. are surprised that Electra won the mini challenge. Kita tells Electra that Electra is her biggest competition. And oh, okay, and then it's elimination day. They jump right to it. It's elimination day, and the girls get ready for the runway. JoJo discusses growing up on a mission, which, as she explains, is effectively a concentration camp for black people. Kita reveals that she has a gastric sleeve operation. Meanwhile, Anita Wiglet and Kita Mean sing, sound off on who would be in a lip sync beetle. Finally, Scarlet Silicone bodysuit. Finally, finally, Scarlet Silicone bodysuit rips just as she gets ready. For the runway, let's start with Lori. Lots to cover here, Lori, but... Um who would you say, Lori, since you're turning into a straight woman, who would you say the trade of the season was once you saw them out of drag? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, I really liked, um, uh, oh gosh, who was the one that I said looked like Ursula? So this is going to be Maxie. me all. Maxie Shield. Ma- Maxie Shield. I really, I thought, well, first off, like for me personally, my big thing is like the face. So like pretty eyes, nice smile, and neck. And I thought that uh Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's take five steps back. Pretty eyes. 
Yes. Pretty smile and neck? Yeah, I like a I like a neck, a good neck. You like it's a, a neck? Trifecta. Yeah. Okay. Um and I thought Maxie Shield had that. I thought she's very cute. She's like sturdy, you know? So sturdy. I like a, I like a sturdy I like a sturdy man and a sturdy woman. Sure. Um so I thought that although I will see that um I will say that uh uh oh god, what's her uh Scarlet Adams, you know. I felt like looked really cute too. And Electra Shock I thought looked cute as well. Nathan, what about you? What's your big story here? Yeah, I thought Scarlet was cute. She had a really nice eyes, mouth and neck. Um I just was really taken with Scarlet's <laughs> yeah. neck. Yeah. Um, the best neck. I mean this little yeah, this little segment it, it was just fun to watch them banter, I thought. Yeah. Um like JoJo putting on the eyebrows weird and just I love watching people de drag. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. Yeah. I also liked what, who was it? Coco was looking for like electroshock and just like, it's right over there. And yeah. Just her realizing that it's, that's the guy. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I thought Scarlett Adams was the one that surprised me that I was like, oh, look at Scarlett Adams, how cute she is out of drag. Oh, and then, okay. Here's the thing that I'm just going to throw out that was confusing to me, mm-hmm. which Nami has, has put, has put in the chat. Trade is somebody that you want to have sex with, but not necessarily date, right? Yeah. Tradey is somebody who like looks like they work in construction, I guess, or like works with their hands. Okay. That's so confusing because the whole time everyone's like, "Oh, Maxi is, is Maxi Shields is super tradey," and I was like, "Good for her that everybody's oh, calling her that's, Maxie. Lori, that's how I interpreted it as well. Yeah. Oh. No, so tradey, tradey is like a rough, like butch man. Who is a tradesperson? Yeah. Oh, that is so, so funny. So you see him on the side of the road working, kind of a thing. That's so funny. And they funny, were calling Lori. her like rough, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, then that's awful. That's it's <laughs> it's so funny that you, yeah, Lori. It's so funny that you say that because yeah, I thought that they were saying that she was trade. I didn't even think anything of it. Oh, it's so interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, I forgot that I have notes here. Um. <laughs> Just for you. What is W A? Oh, that's Western Australia. So that's where oh, the city of Perth is. Oh, yeah. Cause I, 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 yeah, Scarlet's oh. is WA. Uh, also, you know, um, let's, Jojo Zaho made a big mistake here by giving up her mirror moment on this day. Because like, all right, we don't need you anymore, Jojo Zaho. See you later. You did it all for us. But Nathan, why don't you do this for us? Because for those of us who aren't from Australia, well, Lori and I know exactly what Jojo Zaho is talking about. But for the other people listening... Why don't you tell them what a mission is and, and also what the definition of black people is. It's not, the, it's not African-Americans like it is here in the United States. What does that mean? What does that term mean in Australia? Well, so you could be indigenous and be a black person. Oh, you could also be indigenous and be more light-skinned. But okay. a lot of indigenous people do identify as black and would call themselves black fellas. Mm-hmm. Um I, with with the missions, that actually surprised me a bit. I think I might be a bit um, ignorant myself because I was sort of thinking JoJo's quite young and I was like, I didn't realise that was still happening, but I guess it is. But there is a, a dark history in Australia with after Wow, that's really racist. There's the dark and, history. Okay. Well, dark oh, history sorry. of what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, just like with um, the stolen generations, which is generations of Indigenous people having children taken from <gasps> their families and things like that. So I think that's sort of along the lines that oh, JoJo's man. talking about where 
I guess guess there's missions still happening. I it must I mean, be embarrassing for you guys. Confronted right? with that. I don't know how you guys could have dealt with that. I mean, we don't have anything like that, so thank God. But. Well, you know, Lori, what's really funny, it's not often talked about. We do have things like that. That, that stuff like that happened actually in the 50s, I think through the early 70s. Where- oh, yeah. My my teacher that I worked with said that her parents were went went to an all uh, uh, let, uh, Latina school. Latina no, school. no. But what I'm saying is here, the Native Americans here... Like I think in the fifties and sixties, I don't know what it was. Their kids were being kidnapped and stolen, and uh, that was a huge problem. They had, in fact, they had to make a law. So there's a law. I don't want to get into the, to the nerdy part of this, but it actually went before the Supreme Court like about ten years ago. But where there, but there was a, there's a law that if you are a Native American and you give a kid up for adoption, you have a right to ask for them back. Um, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of these oh, stolen kids. Yeah, these stolen kids. Oh, uh, Nami just posted something here. The forcible, the stolen generation, the forcible removal of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children from their families was part of the policy of assimilation, which was based on the misguided assumption that the lives of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people would be improved if they became part of white society. It is proposed that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people should be allowed to die out through a process of national natural elimination or, where possible, assimilated into the white community. Now, let me yeah, ask no you. A de- let me ask yeah. you a definite question, a, a difficult question here, Nathan. <laughs> you know, we have gross people here in the United States. Also, I hope I pronounced Torres Strait right. I, if I did, I didn't I apologize? Okay, it's my drag name. <laughs> but uh, but here's a difficult question. Are there Australians who still believe this? I'd imagine there would be some people out there that are pretty fucked up, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, Joe, I mean, I think it's similar to here. There are people who believe... I mean, we just recently, last week, had somebody who was, like, in a school board meeting was like, why don't we talk about the good parts of slavery? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but I feel... Know. I For some reason, I feel, I think a lot of people around the world would agree with me, that as Americans, we're pretty fucked up. You know? I think everywhere is so fucked up. I think Americans are particularly fucked up. Um, I have a question, and and I don't mean to keep continuous continue to get us off rails, but is the N word at all used in Australia? Is that predominantly an American thing? Uh, I don't. I don't think it's pretty. I don't think it's used very often at all. I don't hear it. Oh, so Laura, you can go there and now start doing your routine again. Remember, <laughs> That's be, not what I meant, but yeah. yeah. People don't Just know start, that. Start a whole new trend. Sometimes <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I'll go like. Oh, wow. I'll, okay. I'll uh, hear- Nami says that the word, the C word the for black people is used. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there is a different word um, that starts with C. And it's also the name, brand name of a type of cheese. And so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Lately, like just this year, they, the company were like, okay, we're not going to call the cheese by this racial Wait, slur I don't anymore. Know what the C- I don't know C-O-O-N. I'm not going to say it, but C-O-O-N. Oh, I was like, crikey? No, yeah. So the company were like, okay, we're changing it. Yeah. And then people on Facebook, all these people were just like, how dare they? It's just cheese. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. if you're yeah. not bothered, then get over it. Yeah. See, that Joe, that answers your question. There are people who... yeah. In Australia, who still feel that way. By the way, Nathan, Lori's favorite syrup is Mrs. Butterworth. 
but she won't let her in the house. She has to stay in the garage because that's how much Lori hates black people. Oh my God. Shut up. Uh, I will say, I just, not to call you out, Nathan or Nate. What, what do you want to be called? Nathan or Nate? I feel like I've been. Either role. Either role's okay. great. I'll say Nate. Uh, so not to call you out, but you've been doing this really, uh, I'm going to try and explain as best as I can. You've been doing this really adorable thing where you put your hand on your forehead and you kind of. I know. I feel like Utica. Together. And you like, like you're like so stressed out by what we're saying. And as we keep talking, you're doing this more and more. And then you put your mouth on it. So it's just like, I just, just giving I that reaction. I feel a lot of pressure because I'm worried I'm going to say something wrong when trying to describe Indigenous issues because I'm not really the best person to be talking about it because I'm not from wait, wait, an the only background. The only reason I hired you is because you said to me, I am an expert in Indigenous issues. Who cares if I'm from that background? I will talk yeah. at length about this. Lori, am I wrong here? No, oh, I mean, well, off the air, he's constantly like, yeah, I got it, I got it all figured out, guys. I know what I'm going to say. In fact, and he said... on here, so nervous. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> what do I... My last name's Brown. Hello? I have a right to talk about what dark people do. Um, <clears throat> I will say that I thought... <laughs> this is the... Okay. Yeah. This is the interesting thing that I thought about Australia versus America. Sure. Which is that I felt like, and I'm not saying that this is anything, I'm not trying to insinuate anything. Yeah, I believe you. But I, <clears throat> I felt like in this one that, um, there were like no questions asked mm-hmm. and it just sort of was like let, the story was like let to bear, let, lay to bear and just let allowed to settle. And I think whoever was talking to, jo- uh, Zahar, said like, oh, I'm so sorry. And that was it. I think in America, somebody would have said like, but you had fun, right? You, yeah. you, you were able to hang out with your friends, right? Like yeah. that to me is the difference between Australia and America. It's like, now let's, I don't think that Americans would have let it go. Let's transition to something that somebody does have experience with this. Lori, um, Keita Mean talked about her gastric sleeve operation and the body issues she has. She has body issues now because of, yeah. uh, but she because of her weight. But she's she's not fat anymore. Uh, but she was. Laura, you're you're trying to get a gastric uh, some sort of gastric operation, right? I'm taking a break from that. I don't know if that's for me. Health wise, I just don't. I get. I look. It might be something that I eventually have to do because of my health. But I was. I've been thinking a lot about it, and I took the classes and I did everything, and I just. I'm wary about getting that such a drastic surgery. So, um, I don't think I'm going to be doing that, but I do, I do. I'm glad that she got it and I'm glad that she's able to go, but I have lost a lot of weight before. And I will say that I thought when I lost weight, I legitimately thought when I lost weight, I would be like, this is me. I'm a new person. I have no, that doesn't happen. You are still the same like you still are riddled with self-confidence issues. You are still very, um, you still judge your appearance. So, I mean, I still feel the same way I do about myself when I was, when I was 150 pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely understand how she's feeling because it is very, you know, having body issues is very personal and, and it's sensitive and, Somebody could tell you a million times that my girlfriend tells me all the time she thinks I'm beautiful. And I, I trust her because I love her. And Joe, you've had this experience with Aiden. Had it today. Where it's like, I had yeah, it today. where it's like, 
I just sort of have to trust that you're not blowing smoke up my ass. Like I have to trust that you're like, well, I actually asked him, I asked him to blow smoke up my ass. Yeah. It's a fetish, but yeah. (laughs) Like Nate, you're a genuinely handsome man. I mean, I would kill for your hairstyle. I love your hair. And so I, you have a great neck, but, um, you know, Nathan or me, Nate. Oh yeah. So I, you, yeah. have, you have great hair. Please don't too. compliment me, Lori, ever. No. You look like uh, somebody hit you in the face with a frying pan. Yeah. Um, and then was, I ate what was, was in the hot. frying pan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was still hot. Um, no. But what I'm saying is, is that I think that everybody has their own, like, how they feel about themselves. And that has a lot to do with, you know, society and what we're told is beautiful. And I, I thought it was really sweet that she opened up about it and that she still struggles with it, but that she's able to do this thing that I, in a million years, I would never be able to do. I mean, these people have the confidence to put makeup on and strut their stuff. And it just seems like that takes a level of confidence that I just don't know I would ever have. And mm-hmm. so I think it's kind of inspiring that she's yeah. still able to do that. Yeah, no, Laura, you, one of the points you brought up was it's true. I remember I lost a tremendous amount of weight at one time. And it actually made my body issues worse because, you know, when you're a fat person, people intentionally don't talk about your physical – well, me and Lori do, but other people don't talk about your physical appearance. Uh, They just sort of ignore it as if it's not there. And so when you've lost a tremendous amount of weight, that's all everybody wants to talk about. And then you people are looking at your body, which is your biggest nightmare – and, I, you know, Lori, yeah. I have to personally thank you. I really do. It's from the bottom of my heart. You've really helped give me self-confidence. Because when I... I what, huh? I wish I could take it back. Be- <laughs> because I thought I was a fat pig. But then I started doing a show with you. And I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. Yeah. I don't have it that bad. You know. uh, it's so funny you say that because yeah. I feel the same way about you. Yeah, I was like every day I go. Well, at least I'm not Joe. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at least I don't have to like ride side saddle on a chair <laughs> because my back's killing me. Yeah, so. that's exactly what's happening right now. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm exactly like, yeah. And you're the same thing when you lift a giant gallon, like Arrowhead gallon of water to drink. I'm like, well, thank God I didn't have a, a bowl of salt for lunch like Lori did. And uh, Lori's the only human being that has a salt lick in her bedroom, you did know. I, did I ever tell you about the time that I went to a cooking class and there was like a bowl of salt like right here? Mm-hmm. And throughout the class, I kept going. <laughs> <laughs> Lori's blood I, pressure is so high. She got a bloody nose once and it it shot me in the face. I realized I just did a visual joke, but I was taking my finger, wetting it, sticking it in the salt bowl, and then putting it back in my finger. That was I did that the entire class. Uh, and then, then we had to use that salt, and I had to go, oh, guys, I've been licking the salt. <laughs> All right, Nathan, any other thoughts on the elimination day? No. All right. <laughs> Not at all. On the main stage, RuPaul introduced the newest member of the team, Reese Nicholson, also because of some problems that... He said makeup, but I don't know. RuPaul was dressed as a boy for the main stage portion. Oh, um, I felt like this went on forever. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Remember when they did the thing with Kida versus Anita and who was going to be lip syncing and whatnot? Oh, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. That I was would, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. We all know, right? It's 100% going to be Kida versus Anita. 
around mm-hmm. at some oh, point. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's sending somebody home. And so, well, yeah. Also, but that's what I was talking about, where I felt like Anita was like, yeah, I just, you know, whatever. It depends on the song. You know, I don't know why I'm being a cockney, mm-hmm. but <laughs> then they ask Kita, and Kita's like, I'll fucking take her down. I'll take her down. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, now this is my favorite part of the source show when, when, when I'm not doing a show with Taylor. Uh, now it's time for the looks. Um, the first look down the runway was bored naked. Now they never told us the audience what the rules were. Uh, so I was actually surprised that no one really actually that I can think of, maybe maybe one person actually showed any sort of skin at all. Even people who have good bodies. So they must have were told to wear a tan bodysuit or something. But uh, Nathan, did you have any strong thoughts on that first born naked look? Were there ones that stuck out to you, ones that didn't? Oh, okay. So, yeah, I thought Scarlet was good with her silicone designer vagina thing that she had going on. I thought that was a good look. Oh, yeah. I also thought Karen Karen was... I, at first, I was like, this is a bit basic. But the more she took shit off, the more I liked it. So yeah. I was glad that she, you know gave us a bit to work with mm-hmm. and i also thought etc cetera, etc cetera, was mm-hmm. really cool she did that sort of non-binary you could oh say yes type thing yeah i thought that was a fun look and you could sort mm-hmm. of really see the tuck when she turned around and i was yeah. like oh okay there it is uh-huh. and the other one that i enjoyed was art simone i thought that half and half look was really cool Okay, super interesting. And Michelle Lori. said, we've seen it before. And I was like, okay, fuck off. Michelle. Yeah, we've seen Someone your stupid face before, Michelle. Yeah, uh-huh. Lori. Yeah, we've seen your stupid face before. It doesn't mean. Yeah. Lori, go ahead. Uh... Um, I mean, I pretty much, yeah, I agree with everything that Nate said. Oh, Lori. I... That's a good idea. Oh. Why not? Because I hate talking about looks. We'll just go like, you know what, Nathan? You said everything I had to say. Oh, what, we, I did forget something. We have oh. to talk about the Coco Jumbo's Mr. Potato Head look. With the, yes. with the pillows. That yeah, was horrible. With the, ear- with the earrings and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog's yeah. breakfast, that was. Yeah. I will say that. I wait, 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 wait. Lori, what did Nathan just say right there? <laughs> Think about a dog's, dog's breakfast. Dog's breakfast. What, what, what was the, what was the, what, what was the line? What did you say? She, she looks like a dog's breakfast. Oh, so like all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You just have to, just. Put it into your own context. What do your dog? What do like, dogs eat for breakfast in Australia? Because here they have like bacon and eggs and pancakes and. Uh... No, they don't have pancakes. What dog? Are you feeding dogs pancakes? Wait, is that why all my dogs are dying? Yes. Stop feeding dogs eggs and pancakes. <laughs> Every single dog that I've had, I have them for like a month, and they get really, really sick and die. And I so I I think yeah, yes. It's because I, of the pancakes and eggs. It's pancakes and eggs and something like, and then like for lunch, I'll give it's them chocolate. chocolate and a pork sandwich. And then I have them watch a video of Lori coughing, which is what we're watching right now. And uh, speaking of dogs breakfast, try watching Lori cough. Dude. <laughs> You're on mute, Lori. I know I'm still making sounds. Oh, okay. Um, no, I. <laughs> oh, you should have seen me earlier when I was coughing up phlegm. That was a real dog's breakfast. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a real tradie. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh wait. Um, 
No, I agree. Uh, yeah, it was it was awful. Honestly, it's the only time I think I've ever agreed with Michelle Visage when she was like, I feel like she just found some material and slapped it on there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, By the way, some... go. Oh, sorry. what the fuck's going on with Michelle's makeup today? Oh, my God. Well, okay. It was Speaking, awful. I forgot. I is she is is it because she's not in America that she feels safe doing blackface? Is that why she she's in Australia? Mm-hmm. Because that makeup was uh like just it's offensive, really. To be honest with you, it was a dog's um, breakfast. Yes, it was tradey. Yeah, she's a she's a bogan. Yeah. Um, well, you know what I told her. What? Let me see if I. What I think I'm. A, you know. You know I'm an expert in Australian, so I'm gonna say this. Go ahead. Kiara. Oh. So that's how to say hello in New Zealand. But how do I say it? Kiaora, I think. Oh, Kiaora. Oh, Kiaora. I'm going to start saying you, Laura. Kiaora. Well, actually, so- Lori, Lori, for Lori in, in, in New Zealand, it's Kiaorka because she's so big. Uh, I, I have a question for Nate. Is there <laughs> like, are, do you guys have like uh, PG thirteen or R rated like uh, issues and with television in uh, in Australia? Yeah, we do have a rating system. I think it's pretty similar. But what, what I was watching, it was nothing was bleeped out, nothing was blurred. Yeah, they well, literally said flash of gash. We saw her. <laughs> yeah, I mean that because like. Part of me was like, I wonder if they're wearing body suits because they can't. But then they would show vagina all the time. And I was like, well, apparently not. They're not wearing body suits, you know, because they can't show Did you anything. drool when you saw the vagina, Lori? It was a nice vagina. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't like... So there's something about the those body suits that really uh, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of. But the silicon one I really liked. Hmm. And I thought that she did a great job of kind of, you know, when she she had that full blowout where it just ripped. Yeah. And I thought she did a great job of fixing that in the lot of time. Um, and I do agree. I thought that Karen from Finance used that sort of bodysuit in a way that I, I thought was fun and funny. But yeah, she definitely, I when she f- first came out, I was like, hmm. Like, hmm. All right. Next uh, look for hometown looks. Let's go back to Nathan because he seems to know all the things about looks what were your thoughts on the hometown looks nathan i thought some of them were really good my favorites was maxi's when she came out as the prawn (laughs) oh yeah Uh uh-huh so in australia we love big things so like a lot of regional towns will have like a big prawn and by that i mean like literally like a giant prawn statue type thing Mm -hmm. and then like a big banana a big watermelon a big sheep um, and so she was the big prawn and I just thought that was hilarious. So like, even if it wasn't well executed, I still would have loved it. Um, and same with Coco Jumbo doing the gorilla outfit because she's from where the big banana is. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, t- that tickled me. It tickled <clears throat> me. Now is the big banana from, uh, where she's from Coffs Harbor. Is that known? Coffs Harbor, that, yeah. that, 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 do they have big bananas or why is they? So it's just a big banana. And so it's just, just there a- in Coffs Harbor. Yeah, so you just you go, you take a picture with the big banana. You can maybe mm-hmm. get like a banana on a stick type thing, mm-hmm. and then it's just like when you're drive when you're road tripping in Australia, you'll stop by all the big things, uh-huh. and just I don't know, it's just a thing we're fascinated with. And so that was great that a couple of the girls could lean on that. Okay. Um, and the New Zealanders, I guess, sheep, 
Sheep and All Blacks. Okay, they were, they were cute. They were cute looks. Alright. Um, I thought Scarlet looked good as well with the swan. Apparently Perth has swans. There are different flags for the different sides of Australia. Because yeah, it says here the black flag. swan is based on the Western Australian state flag. That's what Nami put. Yep, so Western well, we Australia state, is a state, state and flag. that's just a flag. Oh. I didn't know that. I thought it was just Western Australia. Oh, interesting. Lori, do you have any big thoughts on the hometown looks? Um, I I, <clears throat> I was a little upset with um what was the what was the drag queen who went home? Jojo Zaho. Jojo. Z- Jojo Zaho. I felt like look, I feel like Jackie Cox, right, in her season, she did a From season sort of twelve. Estate. Yeah. Of RuPaul's estate. drag race in the US, yeah. Yeah. And I had, you know, I had my thoughts about it, but she had flawless drag and she did her statement where she wore a hijab and I thought that it was, you know, I, good for her, but it was flawless. It was, she, her drag was on point, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to make a statement, you don't want your statement to sort of be the crutch that your drag relies on. You want your statement to be like the added on bonus. And so I was a little... I thought it was a little weak of her to not necessarily perfect her drag and make sure that her wig was on or that her outfit was great, but rather just to say, like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to show a blanket that says that, you know, we should have our land back, or I forgot what the saying was. It's a, it's it always it, was and always will be. What does that mean, Nathan? Yeah. So, like, Australia, the land always was Aboriginal land and it always will be. So she says oh. sovereignty was never ceded. So it's about how England came and took over everything, pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's a that's a great statement. But what I'm saying is, is like that to me, it's sort of like uh, in the vein of uh, the only thing I can equate it to is like a comedian who goes on there and relies on on dick jokes to be like the selling point of their comedy because they feel like the ooh or ah is going to be the thing that people pay attention to yeah, and not, not the funny jokes. Mm-hmm. So it's like her statement, although very, very strong. And, and I, I agree with it. And I thought it was, a, you know, great that she used that platform to send that message. I still would have rather have liked her to focus more on her drag and then add her statement on maybe in the, during the judging, she could have, you know, unfurled something or, you know, shown something that said that or, so, you know, just so that's the only thing. I have a question, Nathan, because it came up during the runway stuff. What the fuck is a hooli dooly? I think it's just an expression like hooli dooly. <laughs> like, hello. Oh, like, I don't know how to hooli dooly. <laughs> well, hooli dooly like that. It's not really. No, like, it's hello, more dolly? like. No, yeah. it's more like. Well, look what we got here. Hooly dooly. Oh, so it's sort of like, ew, boy. Yeah, like if you're at the shops and you want to buy something and it's expensive, you go, oh, hooly dooly. Oh. Oh, yeah. Question also, Nathan, because you're a homosexual. I'll be honest with you. Now I'll have to see more. I'm going to do some research. But this Reese Nicholson looks like he can get it. Yeah, he's cute. He's cute. I think he's just had a fresh dye job from the oh. looks of things, but okay. yeah, he's cute. What is his normal he's hair funny. color? Is he a ginger? I think he's a ginger, but he's topping it up from what I can tell. And Lori, what does topping it up mean? 
like he is adding more dye on. He's making it extra red. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Now, Nathan, will you? I mean, the... it's just context. Use the use the context clues, Nathan. Joe. At the end of this, you know, Lori. I don't know if you know this, and I shouldn't be talking about this as a diabetic. But the most delicious culinary export that they have in Australia is, do you know, Lori? Koalas? No. These things called Tim Tams. They're so what fucking good. We don't eat koalas. Mm. Tim Tams are amazing. What you've got to do is you've got to bite the ends off of each side and then get like a hot drink, like a coffee or a tea. And then you suck up the tea like the Tim Tams a straw, and it melts the middle of the biscuit. And the Tim Tam slam. Oh, so mm-hmm. it's like it's like an edible straw then. Well, I mean, it's a biscuit, but oh, like a oh. cookie type thing. Yeah. By the way, that's what Lori, oh. Lori calls Star's vagina an edible straw. No, I don't. I like that. All right. Any other thoughts on the hometown looks, Lori? I call it my dinner dish. Um, <laughs> I call it a dog's breakfast. If I want to know what I say, yeah, I call it. it a dog's, yeah, pancakes and bacon and a, waffles. I call it a bogan. Yeah, I call it a uh, a, a hooligan. Yeah, I thought this was a. I thought this was a great first episode. Overall, um, I am I'm, I'm uh, interested to see how the second episode goes. I hope they kind of ramp up the shadiness a little bit. By but, the way. Um, you know what Aiden, what Aiden yeah. calls my my crotch? Your a whole crotch area? My whole crotch, yes, the whole crotch area. Yeah, okay, all right. What does he call it? Coffs Harbor. Because he's never been? No. Because no oh, for the, big, of the banana. big banana. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> better than the big prawn, I guess. That's what Lori calls Star's Vagina. Actually, um, actually, I call I call Stars of Vagina Disneyland because it just reopened. Oh uh, no, she calls it Canberra because that's oh. Yeah. Sorry, I need to talk about fucking et cetera, et cetera Canberra look. That was so shit. Oh really? What yeah, was it? it? Was, I forgot it was what the it biggest was. stretch. She was like, "Oh, this this boning looks like the roads, and there's the parliamentary triangle." And I was yeah. like, "This is the biggest stretch. You just had it lying around." It's funny that you say that. That's why she calls Star's vagina Canberra because it's a stretch. Um. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Well, th- th- are we done with do the look? Call- oh, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not gonna do it. Um I forgot what I was gonna say. Anyways, continue. Sorry. No, I call Aiden's crotch the Melbourne Cup. Is that cause only eighteen year olds <laughs> are in it? No, because horse racing is hung like a horse. Uh oh, okay. yeah. Alright, those are the looks. Back on the yeah, main st- Yes? Oh, they kill them when they're older? Is that why? 
<laughs> Turn him into glue. Anyway, yeah. back on the main stage, Maxie, etc., and Anita Wiglet and Kid Amin are safe and leave the stage. Scarlett Adams, Karen from Finance, and Art Simone are in the top, while etc., etc., Coco Jumbo and JoJo Zaho are in the bottom. Over on Untucked, JoJo stresses about the harsh critiques, and Electra, Electra predicts she'll be in the bottom. In the end, Karen from Finance is named the winner of the challenge, while Electra Shock and JoJo Zaho are left in the bottom two and forced to duke it out in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song Tragedy by the Bee Gees Tragedy uh, After all was said and done Electroshock was told Shantae you stay while Jojo Zaho was the first queen from down under to be asked to sashay away Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Nathan, are there any comments that you have there in your notes that you forgot to mention you haven't had a chance to mention that you wanted to say right now or forever hold your peace? I just think it was a really strong opening, so I just hope that they can top it. By the way, that's yeah. a fun line from Race. That's Race. What, that's why. That's why Laurie calls Star's Vagina season one, episode one. <laughs> um, I hope I can top it. Is that why? And also, it's a strong opening. It's a strong, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was a really good episode. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I think Rue's lazy for not getting into drag. I don't know what the holdup was. With I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think the outfits were there. Yeah, but he was in quarantine for 14 days, so what What was oh, the holdup? Oh, yeah, good point. I, I thought that whole thing was stupid. It, it, to be honest with you, it, it, it was one of those things where it was like a lazy person's way of not working hard, where they gave themselves twice as much work, where they were like, I know what I'm going to mm. do. No, I, don't, I don't wear drag. I'm going to film myself explaining why I won't wear drag, but then also, while I'm in drag, I'm going to judge the other queens, and then I'm going to show that as well. It's like... Oh my god, just wear drag. No, I really think there was some sort of problem. I think they would have done it. Um, but I don't know what it was. I don't know. Um, I, hope, I hope in this season they get Lucy Lawless to be a guest judge. That's my only uh, my only hope in this entire show. All right, very good. And then uh, all, all your notes, Nathan? Yeah, pretty much. I just The other thing that was just annoying me was when Michelle and Rue was sort of like, Oh, that doesn't scream Auckland to us. And I was like, well, what do you know about yeah, Auckland? Oh, I, my you know God. What? Like, I put that in my notes, too. I was that like, was what the so fuck? stupid. Yeah. What, what do you know about Auckland? No one's... Yeah. <laughs> Nothing screams Auckland. Nothing screams Auckland. Yeah, except for so me when I say Auckland! they just let the girls live and they don't harp on things that they don't get. Yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, big compliments to uh, Reese... Uh, Nicholson for stepping. I think he did a really good job on his first episode. Very, oh, very he good was job. great. Yeah, I thought he was fantastic. I was, I was really upset because I was hoping that it would be him and Taiko Watiti, and I thought that would have been like a great duo, comedy mm. duo. But it was just Reese. But I thought he held his own and he did a really good job. He did what mm. RuPaul wants to do, which is make jokes. Yeah, and then they would have made some sort of Jojo Rabbit joke about Jojo's at ho going home. But, uh, Laurie, uh, what did you think of that lip sync, by the way? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought that, uh, I mean, you know, it was first episode, uh, lip sync, so it wasn't like, it didn't have, like, any kind of, like, I didn't really, feel, <laughs> even though they were like, we're gonna kick it, we're go- I'm gonna do the best I can, you know, it just, it felt like they were sort of, like, feeling their oats. And then I, as soon as um, uh, Electra Shock did the dead dead drop, I was like, "Oh, she's she's not going home." Um, and uh, but I love that song, and I was I was I was like, "Oh, this is great." Nathan, you? 
Yeah, I liked the lip sync. I thought they were both pretty good, but Electroshock did do more stunts. And I know some people are like, oh, it's all stunts, but I like stunts. So as soon as she was doing the, the death drops, I was like, great, good for you, you've won. I think the tricky thing, though, is, and I read this in my notes, is like, yeah, she oh. won, but I feel even in the same in the one song we saw, she used up all her tricks. Like, mm. Oh, yeah. Nami's saying that that wasn't a, a death drop. I thought a death drop was when you... Put kick one leg forward and then you bend one leg back. Lori, and you drop Lori, and fall to you the know, ground. okay, Lori, I'm not looking at the Discord. I can already, everyone listening, Nami is another name for our producer. His name's Nathan Harder. Oh, sorry, Nathan Harder. Yeah, but, and, but the other thing too is I know because there's controversy about using death drops and so there's different terms for it, like shablam or there's like another term for it too. Is that what he's talking about? No, he just said that it, it wasn't a death, it was splits that she did. I, 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 feel that there, I feel that there was a split, but I feel that there was a death drop too, or split into a death drop. Maybe she did. Maybe she did a death drop later. But I was talking about the beginning, and he said that that was the death. That was not a death drop. Oh, but also, I will say this: we also have another. Uh, I think I want to say Australian person, but I, I apologize if I'm wrong. Christina W is on the chats, and she's been adding some fun commentary. So I'll have to go look at that later. All right. Yeah. Well, oh, that... she's from New Zealand, so we have an Australian and New Zealander. So that's good. All we right, very good. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next weekend, every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Season one. So for Nathan Brown, Lori Roggenkamp, and myself, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. What were you going to say, Nathan? Oi, oi, oi. Oh, were you really? Yeah, when you say Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. No, but what were you going to say before that? Oh, nothing. Oh. I I thought you were waiting for me to say sashay away until next week. No, it's our own for drop. I think we should do the Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I U L I A R. She also has another podcast called Bloody Podcast. You can find that podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. This episode was produced by Nathan Harder. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Podcast.